and we are live. This is your boy King Darius here at King Darius Direct, where we get directly to the point. I'm here with my boy NTC. Yo, yo, yo. And we got a good segment we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about this Taliban, man. So let's tune in to it, man. Let's get it started. Let's get it. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. We're going to talk about this Taliban. The Taliban, the Taliban. Man, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off you, man. I'm going to let you talk about this, man, and, and, and get everything started, man, but... Before we do that, dog, I got I gotta do this. <clears throat> I got this. This uh, just yesterday, uh, we lost a battle. I lost on, on one of my one of my battles. Uh, he died. Thanks, sir. He died in the hotel room um, by himself. Mm. Yeah. Um, and my sleeping graveyard, man. I had to work that cold, man. And uh, it's even crazier, you know. Yeah. I, you know, trying to separate that emotion from everything, and, and which I did a pretty good job on, man. I mean, just going through that and everything. But <clears throat> I would like for us to like just take a, a thirty second, like just pause and uh, just of silence, man. Just for all of. The Fallen Soldiers, man, for my battle with Dye yesterday, man. Um, shout out to uh, Anthony Jones' family, man. Um, so let's let's do that, man. Thirty seconds, just just of silence, man. And we're back on air, y'all. About to talk about a topic, man. This is getting crucial, bro. I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about this, me and you, me and NTC, already before. Yeah. We've, I mean, we have disagreements about it. We got some agreements about it, and it's it's getting it's heating up. It's yeah. really heating up. And this yeah. is this is. I'm gonna tell y'all something. This is real life stuff, y'all. This ain't play play, mm-hmm. right? This ain't backyard laser tag. None of that junk. This is real life, y'all. So. Just pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on. Pay attention yeah. to your surroundings and know know what's going on around you, man. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna let NTC just just kind of lead us off in this in this, in this topic, man. You got some some things about it, man. So <clears throat> just talk about you know your thoughts on it on the Taliban and the U.S. and uh, which uh, you call the retreat. I, I say the, mm-hmm. the the pulling out. Um, <laughs> Pulling out, dang! I can't say nothing. Whichever way you want to go with it, I right? swear. Whichever way I want to go with that one, huh? <laughs> I mean, but, man, how do you how are you viewing this, man? Like, um, I mean, I, I we've had our discussions um, before. I, I honestly wish we could have put some of those discussions uh, into some of these podcasts, man, because uh, a lot of the stuff that that I was saying to you before has come to pass, you know. Um, mm-hmm. like, um, I think it's a mistake 
I, I think first and foremost, I'm gonna just put that out there. All right, what's the mistake? Is the mistake going over there? Is the mistake coming out of there? What's the mistake? I mean, we we've already passed the point of no return. We're going over there. The mistake is us pulling out. Okay. Is retreating, uh, and I call it a retreat uh, because the thing that they're saying that we're leaving for is because we spent two trillion dollars or more over there, mm-hmm. um, and so we're we're retreating due to money. Mm-hmm. Um, without something that's well established over there and and the reason why i say well established um you may be saying well they got three hundred thousand troops over there right and that that is that is facts there's three hundred thousand troops over there right um and they are um they have been trained by the u.s military right yeah and like we don't we don't halfway do anything in the U.S. military. Mm-hmm. All right, we go like we 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 go hard. We right? in there. Like, like we, we we actually do. Uh, we fight warfare in a. Uh, I'm trying to look for the word for it. I don't know why I want to say clinical, but it's not the word. It's we 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 break it down. Now I can say yeah. that in this in yeah. layman terms, we actually break warfare down to yeah. its last decimal, like. Well, we kind of place, okay, soldiers going to be here. Mm. You know, we're going to yeah. be there. Yeah. So like, it's, it's broken down to the, to the last thing. Yeah. It's, warfare is, is different. You're right. It's yeah. Different. And, and so with that, like, we are the United States. We are the most powerful military in the world. And I understand you might be like, well, what about Russia and China? We are still the number one military. We are forced to be reckoned with. I mean, that's just really what it is. Yes, if we went to war with China or with Russia, it would be a hard-fought battle for sure. But we are number one for a reason. Our technology is number one for a reason. Our military is on top because of the way in which we train, the way in which we do things. All right, so with that being said, there has been 20 years of... Not, I wouldn't even say dominance with the U.S. because we never truly uh, took over in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. We never truly, like, we may have came in and the Taliban had to sit on the sidelines, right? But we never took over. How do we know we never took over? Because we still haven't, we haven't brought any of the West democracy over to Afghanistan. No, yeah. Yeah. So we, we haven't taken over, and that's why I call it a, re- a retreat. We haven't, we haven't taken over there and changed anything to where we think it should be, really. Uh, really, we came over there for 20 years, and we're leaving, and it's honestly worse than what it was when we first came in because we haven't actually done anything, all right? Um, but the one thing that we have actually done is we've given, we've made 300,000 soldiers, and we've paid for their guns. With military funds, with U.S. military funds. Hey, you know, I'd have never understood that part. Um, why, will, why would we arm the same people who have shown that they are a global danger? Okay, mm-hmm. this is not just local. This is a global danger. Like, mm-hmm. they're just a global danger. And people don't realize, like, we know of them... Uh, from 9-11 over here, but there's been numerous terrorist attacks they've done in the UK, in Russia, they've done in numerous places. It's yeah. not just one place. Like, yeah. this is, 
where and especially places where uh where uh, Islam is heavily mm. heavily like just sedated within the community so it's not just a one time thing yeah this is not a one trick pony with them this I, is this is a constant yeah. thing i do I do want to state that um the Taliban technically did not have anything to do with nine eleven um, what they did do, however, is allow these terrorist organizations to function fully within their territory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and with that, if you have free reign as a terrorist organization to do whatever it is you want to do, well, I would say that the person that allowed you to do that is just as guilty as you are. Okay. Um, now... The reason why I think it's stupid and while I think it's a bad decision for us to be pulling out right now, um, like some people will say, we've been there for 20 whole years, man. That's 20 whole years. 20 years is not enough time. And I will tell you why. For, for them to fully establish themselves. All right. You got to think about this. The Taliban was formed in 1994, in September of 1994, uh, seven years before the uh, terrorist attacks. Um, but it was formed in 1994. 94, yeah, that's right. Uh, we came in and we didn't technically kick them out of power. We we took over for a little bit, but we never actually fully took over, right? Like we came in and we were just like, look, we're going to be here. And then whenever we go, y'all can do whatever y'all want to do, right? Because mm. we were honestly just coming there to take care of the terrorists. And then when we got there and we took care of the terrorists that, that had done the 9-11 attacks, we realized, wait a minute, there's some problems over here. These people need help, right? We realized, okay, these people actually need help. This isn't just about what they've done against us anymore. We need to help them rebuild. Mm -hmm. We need to help them actually form a military that can uh, stand up against all these factions that they have over there. Because it's like the Wild Wild West over there. It's it's like the cartels are down in Mexico, but worse. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so that that's that's what you're looking at over in Afghanistan, and and the reason why and it's not that we don't have drugs and we don't have gangs and we don't have cartels over here in in America, but we have a militarized police force really, uh, and we have our military that if we need to remove them and to eradicate them, we have the authority and the power to do so. All right. That's just the reality. We just we just have that. This country does not have it. Afghanistan does not have this in the slightest. All right. These factions, these cartels, as we would like to think of them, they control everything. Mm. All right. And there's so many of them. There's yeah. so many of them. But I want to I want to state why I believe that it's um, dumb. Uh, and that's that's just the way that I put it. Um we got to look at the fact that the Taliban has already proven to us that they're not trustworthy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Obama, I believe it was, uh, actually got some, uh, uh, actually was coming to a peace treaty with them as far as, I, as my understanding was. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But Obama was putting in a peace treaty with them. Um, but uh, a part of, it, of the peace treaty... And also Obama was the one who's had the most military members over there 
did had up to a hundred thousand U.S. military soldiers that were over there uh, at one at one time. Um, but he was able to uh, negotiate peace with them on the stipulations that they would not allow any terrorist organizations to function within Afghanistan anymore. All right. And we were supposed to be pulling out our troops. And that's what we were planning on doing. And we went from 100,000 down to, I think, like two or three thousand. All right. But then guess what happened? The Taliban did not hold up their part of the bargain. And they were still allowing terrorist organizations to function within Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now we have where we're pulling out the troops now. Biden is pulling out the troops. And they've made another guarantee that they're not going to allow any terrorist organizations the same way they did with Obama. Uh, Joe Biden's running mate uh, when, when Obama won. Yeah. Right? They did well, the same. Obama's running mate. Well, Obama's running mate. Excuse me. You, you know what I was trying to say. I'm <laughs> sure the people knew. Thank you for correcting me, though. But, um, like, with <laughs> Joe Biden, like, he's pulling the troops out. And... He's got a guarantee from the same organization that gave us a guarantee already that there's not going to be any more terrorist organizations functioning within Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. And then I, I, I know I told you beforehand that I guarantee you they're going to try to do some type of terrorist crap while we're leaving. Yeah. I remember telling you that. And I wish that we would have done a podcast on it. <laughs> I wish we would have done a podcast so I could have been like, see, I told you. Right. <laughs> Like, cause I, I could it's see the right up podcast. Oh yeah, I oh, promise y'all. Yeah. I I could see the writing on the walls though from from their history. Yeah, you know, um, and so like, and then not only did a terrorist attack happen, as we're trying to pull out of the country and leave, but then they try to blame us for why we got bombed. They said that the military that the U.S. military was in charge of the security. Okay, so why are we still functioning as security for this airport and you're not when you want us out of your country? Okay, now this is, all right, this part I, I can't explain, okay? Um, even though there is, a, I'm going to use your terminology, there is a retreat. Yeah. Right, there is a retreat. So since there is a retreat, uh, but there are areas established by the U.S. government that we have established that like, this is a territory, whether it be big, small, I'm not saying it's a huge part, but it's, it's territory, this part of territory. Mm -hmm. There's there's stations there, mm -hmm. all right? And there was protocol put in place for security, so like even in the military, until orders are cut officially and they are officially removed from that place, that is still under U.S. military security. Mm. All right, so yeah, in moving, even in moving out, retreating and moving out, like this, still your responsibility. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, from that aspect, as a duty uh, aspect, that that's still uh, our responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Until we are gone, gone. You know, and then that it's it's all theirs now because it's it's kind of like like helping somebody ride a bike or something. Yeah, you know. You're pedaling. I'm helping you, pushing you, giving you this balance. Then I'm, hey, I'm, a, I'm a do it one hand and let you just kind of get a feel of it some more. Mm -hmm. You still under my care a little bit, but then you, you know what I'm saying. But then I'm gonna let you go. Yeah. Now it's all on you. You yeah. know, it's kind of like how how it is yeah. on that aspect of this the security part. Uh, 
what I this is where I don't understand. I don't understand is I okay. I I don't understand why would you train somebody who is repeatedly known as a terrorist? Okay, repeatedly known as showing that they are untrustworthy. Then on top of training them, you give them weapons. Yeah. You know, and we call them weapons of mass destruction. So then on top of weapons of mass destruction, you turn around and it's it's like the the exodus is just totally wrong. You know, the way it looks, it looks premature. Yeah. It, it looks very premature. And and to me, now I'm 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 I might be a conspiracist on this, bro. To me it just looks like another war. Mm. I need a reason. So yeah. I'm gonna pull out like come on man, let's just be honest. With our military intelligence, mm-hmm. all right, which is probably second to none, only one I state that's probably back to back with us is British intelligence. But that's that could be argued. But with our military intelligence and everything that we know, you can't tell me that they didn't know that these guys were radical and would do and say anything. Mm. I can't believe that. Yeah, I don't believe that for nothing. I mean, I, I read so, the whole thing. I I, I didn't believe it. Yeah, you you telling me? Okay, I mean, and then it's it's stupid stuff, bro. The first thing you say, the first thing you say, when you when we were saying, okay, we're going to retreat, but what are you guys going to do? Oh, we're going to give rights to women and yada yada. Man, that sounds like you've been watching westerns, social media. Mm. You see what's going on. You see yeah. what we're catering to. You yeah. see what... You get what I'm saying? Yeah. He said, oh, okay. Well, West like to protect women. Yeah. If we say this, that's something they like. Mm. They'll leave us alone. Yeah. You know, it's one of those kind of kind of deals on it where you're... You really just... You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm losing my train of thought here. But, but you, you really just kind of just playing the game right now. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going I'm to play this game. I, I I know this is what y'all like. I know this was something that y'all really want to see happen. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to do. Mm. And I'm going to let it happen. And it, I, know, I know you're going to believe me. I know you're going to backtrack. I know you're going to back off. So, I mean, that to me do not make any sense. It makes zero sense. Now, this is why I disagree with you on staying there. This is my disagreement. The reason why I disagree with staying there, because there's no end game. We have no end game. There is a constant battle and war with no end game to it. Alright? You just don't have, okay, we want to get into this war to accomplish this, and when we accomplish this, then we got them, and then we... You know, this is this will end it. Mm. It's like you can find that with everything else. You just can't find that with with this war. You can't. I, let me just interject real quick. Um, the end game is for them to become self sufficient. But the, the, as far as as far as uh, their military to establish a government and to have a military that can actually protect these people mm-hmm. from these groups. That that's that's what I would say the end game would be. At least in my mind, that's that's what I think the end game is supposed to be. Now, whether or not our government that's their end game, that's that's what they've been saying, right? And them pulling out after twenty years tells me otherwise. 
right? Their whole thing has been, okay, they need, they need more help than what we thought. We're going to establish a democracy. We're going to establish a military over here. Okay, so you're telling me you're going to establish a government, which hasn't happened. It hasn't. 20 years. It hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. Haven't done anything democratic over there. No. Nope. All right, we got, got a military. We're slowly building up the military, but the military gave up. Our military hasn't even left yet. Their military has already given up. And, and the reason why I believe that their military has given up is because we haven't put in enough time. And I know you might be saying, man, that's 20 years. 20 years is a long time. Not when it comes to military, it's not. Not when it comes to changing the mindset of a whole civilization, it's not. 20 yeah. years is a drop in the freaking bucket, man. I mean, even even looking at our own military, our our military was established in 1775. All right, 1775. We didn't get start to get called uh, a superpower, or or start working towards a superpower mm -hmm. until 1898. So you're talking 140 years, mm -hmm. a little over 140 years. All right, and we didn't actually take over as the leaders until we dropped the atomic bomb. In 45. That's when we got to be known as the leaders. In military. That's when we got to be known as that. Right? And we haven't dropped that place since. Yeah. But it took us 140 years for our military to even get to the point of organization. To where they would even be recognized as a decent force. Now couple that with the fact that. Now, I do understand that, well, we, we've actually gotten to the point to where we've understood how to do this. And so we were doing all that by ourselves learning and we've learned this. So now we're training them. All right. So we have the training and they don't have to do 140 years to understand how to do what we're doing because we're training them on that. So they don't have to go through the 140. I completely agree with that. And I understand. But what we also have to realize is this country was in an abusive relationship with the Taliban. For seven years before we made it there. Mm -hmm. All right. They were in an abusive relationship with them. All right. People were getting killed. People were terrified for their lives. You understand what I'm saying? And we came in and 20 years may seem like a lot. But really, when you think about it, how long is how long is someone normally in the military before they retire? 20, 20 years, 30 years. 40 years, depending on who you're talking about. You ain't going to get in there. It ain't that many as it's going to get to 40. I mean, I, well, yeah, they ain't a lot that's going to get to 40. But as I'm soon just, as they get their 20, they're gone. Like, yeah, I mean, they, they like to retire that, that, that I'm just gonna 35. Be real, man. Not everybody's getting to that number, man. Yeah, that, that's, but, that's like, you know, the very few. Yeah, so we, we've gotten to a point where uh, babies that were just born the first year that we got there may just now be starting to get to the point to where they're enlisting, Right. And okay. we've, all right, so so you might have some 20-year-olds. Yeah, 16-year-olds over there, too. Well, yeah, do, do they allow 16-year-olds? Yeah, they Okay, 16 so they, they, they allow them 16. That's crazy. That, that is kind of crazy, but, you know. Um, I mean, I guess it's better for them to be on the right side than the wrong side, right? You know, I mean, I guess it depends on who you ask, who the right, what the right side and wrong side is, yeah, too, though. Exactly. You know? But, but um, so you've gotten one cycle I, I call it that one cycle uh -huh. of your military that has refreshed right now. All right. 
your first set of generals or whatever, I don't know what they call them, sergeants, generals, however they have their, their setup for their yeah. military, they're just now starting to slowly retire and get some of these other people in. These are still, for the most part, the same people that were there when the Taliban was doing all this other stuff. Yeah. All right. So when we're finally, we're getting to the end of it and we're saying, all right, we're leaving. Y'all got it. We're leaving. Y'all got it. It's no wonder why they went back to this scared mindset when the Taliban said, give me your weapons. You work for us now. Give me your weapons. Mm. Because this is like, we got to think about this in, 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 this is a domestic violence situation. This is an abusive relationship situation. All right. And, and when we really think about it like that, if you if you have someone, if you are someone or you know someone that has been through a domestic violence situation, an abusive relationship, right? And they've been in that, that relationship for seven years, brutally beaten, terrified for their lives anytime that person comes around. Don't know what's going to happen, right? When they finally get away, somebody comes in, you come in as a big, strong guy or, or whatever the case may be, and you come in and, and, and you scare off that person, right? So that whole time that y'all are together, that person don't come around. They ain't even trying it. So you're feeling safe. You're feeling comfortable, right? And then all of a sudden, you, you, you come in and you say, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm packing up my stuff. I'm getting out of here. And not even... You're still packing up your stuff. Think about this. You're still packing up your stuff. Right? Mm -hmm. or, or he or she is still packing up their stuff. You're, you're the person that's, that's there. Mm -hmm. He or she is packing up their stuff. They're saying they're going to leave. And while they're packing up their stuff, the person that you were in the relationship with knocks on the door and say, let me in. And guess what? The person that's packing up their stuff, they don't care no more. I'm leaving. I'm not going to help you. So what are you going to do? Now, I know, it's hard. I know it's hard for us to really think about because, like, I, ain't, I haven't had anybody to terrify me like that. Yeah. But just understanding the mindset, you know, I can understand the mindset. Me, personally, I would say, shoot, I'm going to beat their tail. What you mean? They, uh, don't nobody scare me like that. But in reality, bro, like, there's some people out here like in, in like every normal everyday people that there's somebody out there that has scared the crap out of them. And if they showed up on their doorstep, it don't matter. They could have went through freaking Taekwondo classes. They could have learned all this stuff to train themselves and all of that. But that person comes back through that door. It don't matter if it's 20 years later. They're going to revert straight back to that same person. It's just psychological. It's just what it is. It's just, it's just a psychological thing. And so we haven't given enough time. I would say we needed to be there at least another 20 years, in my opinion, so that we can get another cycle through. And we got now these, these kids that don't know who the Taliban is. Don't give a crap who you are. You who? You think you finna come over here and take over? Bro, you finna get on the body and walk on my, my face, bro. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what we need, but we don't have that right now. And we're leaving... Prematurely, we're leaving too early, and all we have done is given them three hundred thousand troops and at least three hundred thousand guns, because there's at least one for every single person. Mm -hmm. 
I was looking up this article uh, <clears throat> done by the BBC. Huh. Hmm. But British <laughs> broadcasting channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this this article done by the uh the BBC, uh uh her name is I wanna just give a shout out to everybody I can give props to them when I can, you know. Uh Lucy Worsley. I guess she's a editor or, you know, uh newspaper person for the BBC or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she did this article on who are the Taliban. It's basically just describing who they are and where they come from and everything. And um, one of the things that jumped out to me, she said, she said that um, the Taliban were removed from power in Afghanistan by U.S.-led forces in 2001, but the group has seized control of the country once again following a rapid offensive so, um, and then she goes on to say that the group entered direct talks with the U.S. back in 2018 in February 2020. Like, honestly, bro, you heard nothing about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's almost, it's almost like it was hidden. Like, you had to go searching for it and just to get it. But I, it's something else that dropped out, <clears throat> jumped out to me. Uh, just talking about who they are, where they come from, and everything. It says, let's see. Anyway, it's it, it was talking about Sharia law. All right, mm-hmm. so what we're doing right now, I will be doing right now. If 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 we just gonna be real about it. Uh, because what the United States, what we don't like about it, all right, there are human right violations that are going on. Mm-hmm. They're just human rights violations, period. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we just don't like what they're doing. Like, if you're a convicted murderer, you get the death penalty. Mm-hmm. If you are a convicted uh, adulterer, you get the death penalty. If you're, con- you know what I'm saying, if, you, if you're a uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> uh, caught in theft, you get amputated or whatever. Yeah. You know, so there's there's some Sharia laws that we are just not okay with. And mm-hmm. one of them is, well, a couple of them are girls that are 10 years old are not allowed in school. So if mm-hmm. you're 10 years old or older, you're not allowed in school as a girl. Yeah. And, uh, you and, and men are made to grow their beards out, and women are made to wear burkas. Yeah. So, we we and, and that's something that they're actually keeping. Yeah, women. I mean, this is the thing. He even admitted that in in the uh, <coughs> in the interview. Yeah, like like because I'm gonna be for real. We're we're not fighting them. What we're fighting is their religion. Yeah. And that's why it, it gets senseless to me. What's the end game? When I ask what's the end game is because we can we can try to try to make them, you know, uh, domesticated or be in a sense of a democracy. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, their law, Sharia law, is what's going to be held up as the law, as the rule, as yeah. the 
you know, the standard yeah. on which to live and how, how living over there is. Yeah. So, um, so what we're really doing is fighting religion. Mm-hmm. And fighting religious wars, which in the history of all wars, there's only been 300 of them compared to the, I think it's like almost 3,000 wars throughout history. Just compared to that, just wars fought over, it's no end game except for a total elimination. So it's either we're trying to say we're going to eliminate Islam in this area or we're going to let them have that. I mean, because at this point, and at this point, we 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 kind of kicking up against ourselves. We kind of say, "Oh, we we the land of free, the brave, we're all about freedom." But we are gonna say we're gonna stop you because we don't like the way you're going about your religion. But that's one of our freedoms, and this is their dominance. Mm-hmm. Is Islam? Mm-hmm. I mean, if Islam was dominant over here, are we gonna stop them too? Are we gonna? Be, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. I disagree with that. I disagree with that off the premise that we're we're not we're not fighting to do away with their religion. Um, no, get me wrong. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, if with no end game, that is what we're fighting. But but that's what I'm saying. Because the, the we, we can game. say we're trying to establish that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, go ahead. We can say we're trying to establish that. Mm-hmm. We want to establish our democracy over here. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it is the Sharia law, their religion, mm-hmm. that is estab- that's establishing their standard. So now you're trying to fight a person on their religion. Mm-hmm. And We're, not on the basis mm-hmm. of what's, what's right and wrong, which we can talk about that too, but mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? It's, I it's, mean, I, I don't think it's the uh, uh, basis of their religion, though. I mean, you can have your Sharia law. You can have your own, mm-hmm. you can have your own religion. Okay, the problem becomes... Uh, and especially over in that area, all right. More, more so over here in 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 America, Islam is more of a peaceful thing than than any anything else, uh-huh. right? They 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 stick more to the to the peaceful mindset of it over here. Yeah. Um, but over there, if you don't agree, you can be killed. Yeah. So it's a force. So yeah, it's the biggest. It's it's the biggest religion over there. But is it the biggest religion because people actually want to follow that? Or because they're being forced to follow that. That's the great thing about democracy. That's the great thing about the United States that I love. Is that even if even though I disagree with other people's religions, right? I disagree with, with plenty of religions. I disagree with Islam. Right. I mean, you know, I, I just I don't I don't agree with it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but I agree with your ability and your you're okay, you know what I'm saying, your ability to actual actually study it, to actually abide by it. To, to go and, and put whatever rules and regulations that you want to put within your own life, if, if this religion makes you feel like that, then okay, if, if that's what you want to do. Now, I don't believe it's truth, okay? I don't, that's the, that's, that's I don't, the thing right there. I don't believe it's truth, but I believe you should be able to decide, right? all right? Because even God gives us the ability to decide. We have uh, our own free will to decide what we want. So who am I to say you cannot have your own free will? So that's it. Uh, so that's where we're fighting for. Then that, that we're, be, we're fighting for free will. I mean, truth. 
Yeah, we're fighting. We're fighting for that truth, for truth, free will. I'm gonna tell you how deep truth goes. It, it goes. Truth explains it all because truth gives things meaning. Mm-hmm. If you don't have truth, if there's no such thing as being false, and there's no such thing as being true, then there's no meaning. Everything is everything. Mm-hmm. But truth, when you start to say things like truth, and that's what we're, you know what I'm saying? That's the real reason we're over there. Mm-hmm. That might not be what we're saying on television. That might not be. I mean, it. it's it's a it's, all of this kind of goes the, hand in hand with bringing about that truth. Though. Yeah. So you know, establishing so, this government, establishing the democracy, getting so, them a welfare and we want, military, and we believe that those things are the true uh, way to go about life. Yeah. We believe that you know this is a higher moral standard, and that's the same thing with even. When it comes to religion, you're talking about religion and this religion and whatever in case. I mean, you're, and I just, I know I believe that Christianity is the highest form mm-hmm. of truth. Yeah. All right. So, so this is the best way to live life is, is by this standard. You're going to judge it by this standard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, that's why I believe, that's why I believe this, this is, this is yeah. religious because we're judging it. I mean, we're judging it by this standard. I mean, we could even go to the point of saying basic human rights. Even even we, in we, that, you know, yeah. I mean, like yeah. like honestly, that's another thing that can be done. Just basic human rights. Women should be able to go where they want to go, and they don't have to have me walking with them, mm-hmm. or something's gonna happen to them. That mm-hmm. that should not be the case. All right, these are these are free willed human beings given a free will by God. Right. Why are we trying to control the free will? Yeah. Right. Why are we allowing other people to control the free will? That's a violation. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Why? Why? Why are we not allowing them human rights? And that's that's why I believe that establishing this government, establishing this military, to truly be able to keep those people safe, you know, mm-hmm. is so important. You know, it's so important. And and the 20 years, I know that's man. I I hate the fact. That our military members have had to die for this. I mean, and I understand people wanting the military back home because we don't want any more of our military to die. And I agree. Yeah. But I think the last, before this one, the last time military member had died was in February of 2020, yeah. if I read Research right. Research by Brown University estimates losses of Afghan security forces at 69,000. It puts the number of civilians and militants, I think that's their people, killed about 51,000 each. More than 3,500 coalition soldiers, that's us, our soldiers, mm-hmm. with their soldiers, coalition so- soldiers have died uh, since 2001, but about two-thirds of them are American, so that means we're about 2,500 of that, mm-hmm. those 3,500 yeah. have, uh, have died in Afghanistan since 2001. Mm-hmm. More than 20,000 U.S. soldiers have been injured. So um, that's, you know... Almost thirty thousand souls. I mean, yeah. you're not even counting those people, friends and family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you, you talking about friends and family? Uh, that's thirty thousand souls affected. That's at least twenty four thousand. You know, I would say just rounding up twenty four thousand families. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Affected. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, so. Uh, it's a. It. I mean, the only it's a, question is, what is the price of freedom? And is it worth it? We have we have freedom. I mean, let's if we could ask the women of Afghanistan that are having to deal with the Sharia law, 
Man, our forefathers of this country who say the price of freedom is death. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That, I mean, is, that is the price of freedom. The, you will pay the final price to be free. And I think that is mimicked after Christ. Yeah. You know, because Christ came to set us free. Mm. And the price to set us free from our sin was, was death. death. Yeah. And our forefathers of this country looked at that and said, okay, we got to mimic that. Mm. The only way you can be free and you can establish freedom <coughs> is that if you are willing to die for it. Yeah. Are you willing to die for mm. your freedom? Because mm. if you're not willing to die for it, it's not gonna be a, you, you're not going to get it. Yeah. Especially if somebody has a stronghold over you. So, and, and, and this is the thing, I don't think it's so much that the coalition of soldiers that's helping Afghan has to have that mindset. I think it's the Afghans. <clears throat> yeah. They have to have that mindset. I agree. And, and I, go back to that, I go back to that abusive relationship that I, that I use as the example. Yeah. <clears throat> it's hard to shake that mindset of fear, mm-hmm. of unimaginable fear. We don't have, I mean... We do have that because I'm, I have the unimaginable fear of police officers, right? As a black man in America, <coughs> there's been numerous times I have been placed in, in handcuffs and thrown up against police cars and I wasn't doing anything, mm. right? <coughs> Excuse me. But... So I have an unimaginable fear. Yeah, one more call. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> That's it. Cut everything off. <laughs> but the lights off. Look, look, look. Oh, um, but the unimaginable fear. And honestly, this is just another human being. But that. Uniform. I know police officers. I know them outside of their uniform. I've dealt with police officers day to day when I was working in asset protection. Mm. You know. But even with me knowing them, even with me conversating with them, even with me knowing them outside of uniform, when I see one in uniform, there is still a little something in my brain because of what happened to me previously mm-hmm. when I was doing nothing. So how much more so when somebody just is continuously, continuously wreaking havoc on your life? These were just a couple of, a couple of times, right, that this happened with me. This was just a couple of times, and even now, as an adult, it still has that effect. That effect. It's after effects, yeah. Yeah, and these are people who were terrorized. For years before we got there, just continuously. Mm-hmm. So when we are leaving, and they still, these are still the people that were dealing with this. These are some of the kids that were dealing with this and watching this go down. All right, this isn't a, even a new generation yet. We haven't even gotten to a new generation yet. Where they're right? not exposed to that danger. Yeah, where they're where they're not the exposed, way. where they actually understand. I don't have to be fearful of these people. We have the power to not be fearful of them. So that's why they're so quickly releasing their authority, right? So that's what makes me believe what's about to happen is the same stuff's about to happen 
organizations are going to still be operating out of there, and there's going to be another terrorist attack on the United States within the next 10 years, and we're going to be back to fighting. I already knew there was going to be one before we left. But after we leave, they're going to have the ability to plan without intervention by the United States, without us constantly trying to come after them. Mm-hmm. So what, what makes you think they're going to just stop? Oh, they, they just... You think you think they just bombed the the airport and that's gonna be it? Like one final farewell, bomb you, and that's it? Mm. No. Now it's time for them to plan what's the future and how we can make it even worse than nine eleven. And that's what I believe is gonna come because we haven't established, we haven't taken enough time to build them where they need to be. We, we, we want to get out of it so much, and I understand the need. I understand the want, because these are your kids. These are your husbands and wives and children, your mothers and fathers that are over here fighting this war in another country for their freedom. And you're terrified every day, and I understand that. And the Afghanistan people, they understand your fear because they're dealing with it too. They're dealing with that fear of not having the freedom to be who they want to be, to have the choice for who they want to be. And they deserve it. All people deserve that. That's a minimal, basic human right to be free, to have the freedom of choice for your actions, for what you want to do, and not to be forced into anything. And that's why I love the United States. That's why I love this country. Yeah. Because we have that freedom. Even if I disagree with you, you have that freedom to disagree. To, to disagree and to believe the way that you believe. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> so I'm like this when it comes to that. Like, you know, we say, okay, 20 years. All right. It, it took us, what, 150? Like one 140 before, like 143, I think it is. Before we start getting recognized for having an actual military force and not until 1945 before we actually got recognized and actually did something to put us at the top. Right, right. And then, but... And they don't even have to be at the top, though. That's the thing. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even with that, there were still basic human rights Mm -hmm. not afforded to certain people. Yeah. And that was in the United States. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. So, if we're fighting, you get what I'm saying? If we're, if we're making this fight and this stand about human rights, then we got to understand that even establishing the government, they still can have it to the point where there still will be human rights not afforded to certain people. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I'm saying. When does it end then? When it, where, where's our end game? Is it just establishing the government? Because if, if it's the Sharia law, mm-hmm. we're going to be, like I said, we're going to be fighting religion. All right? Let's establish this government. Cool. Then what? Then we back out, right? Is that if that is that is that all we need to do? Establish okay. To help them establish government, then we and we back out. But wait, women still ain't got rights. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have a democracy. There was democracy here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Black people didn't have rights until what 1968, as they had every right as other every other American. You know what I'm saying? So, there, there is still, I mean, 
There, there's, there's still room for them to act and behave the way they want to behave. Okay. All right. So we we're not you're not to me now you're not going to eliminate their behavior. Mm-hmm. All right. We could probably contain it, but you're not going to eliminate their behavior. So so okay. Let's just say in game, um, we establish that government. Then that means we we still have to be there because. Then we still have to be like, all right, we're gonna make make you act under this kind of government and this kind of hierarchy. You get what I'm saying? So now we're gonna make you do it. So then that's a violation. You know what I'm saying? See, this this is this is the thing. <clears throat> when you establish a government, the government establishes laws. Those laws, mm-hmm. right, keep people in check. Mm-hmm. Keep people from just doing whatever the freak they want to do. Right. All right. Um. When it when it comes down to it, all right, and this is just the way that I think about it. Okay, establishing the military, sure, it won't fix everything that's there. Establishing the government won't fix everything that's there. I mean, we got an established military and government, and we still got problems, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we still got problems, right? But in the years since, we have learned better, we have done better, and we're not. It's not like we're coming in. It's not like we're coming in as a newbie who hasn't done any of this, right? It's not like we're starting up a brand new business and we don't know anything about it. We've been doing this business for 150 years. Or, shoot, now I'm like, what, 400 years? Whatever, you know what I'm saying? So we've kind of learned the ropes. We've kind of learned the ropes. All right, they're just starting out. So pretty much it's like we're passing down our wisdom to them. Mm-hmm. Of what we've learned to not do, right, right. Yes, we still had stupid things that we had people that were in the military. We had black people that were in the military that when they came home after fighting for white people, they still didn't have rights. Right, right. I, I, I agree. Like that's that's effed up. All right, mm-hmm. we we understand that. All right, basic human rights. Basic human rights. All right, but we have switch that and we've tried to work towards doing better we have we yeah. still got a long way to go 100 percent. all right but where we are now is definitely better than where afghanistan is mm-hmm. as far as and i guarantee you women would agree with that mm-hmm. all right i guarantee you some of the men would agree with that um because just because islam is the dominant religion does not mean everybody wants to be islamic yeah you know, especially once you see the truth of Jesus Christ, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to stick to that once you understand the truth of Jesus Christ, right? So they should be able to have that freedom to believe the way that they want to believe and to, to live the way that they want to live. Of course, within reason, we need laws. Scripture tells us that. We need laws, right? Right. But the people that are put into power are supposed to establish these laws. We need to establish a government that has everybody's everybody in its mind when it when it comes about with these laws. The laws that we already have established now, those are some laws that need to be put over there in place there. Yes, we still don't got it figured all out, but some things that the things that we do have figured out would be beneficial for Afghanistan. Would definitely be beneficial. There's no doubt in my mind. Right? Like there, there's when it, when it comes to something like this, and you say we we're never able to leave. Um, I don't think that it's a thing of we're never able to leave. I just think that we're trying to leave much too early, mm-hmm. right? Because there there's always 
uh, you know, a way for us to leave. I mean, we're leaving now. We're just leaving at the wrong time. Mm. I'm not saying that we shouldn't ever leave over, from over there. What I'm saying is we haven't even done a fraction of what we were even trying to do. And y'all just want to leave. We haven't even given them a military that has a backbone. They got the training, sure. They've got our training. But they're still terrified. They're still, that's why they're so quickly to let go. Mm. And, and to relinquish that authority that we have helped them establish. Because they're still terrified because they went through all of that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. We need to, we need to put more time in to get them to a point to where we don't have these people that went through this and that are terrified of this group of people. Once we get a military and a police presence established, presence that's established that's not just terrified, oh, you're part of Taliban, who cares? You, you can catch these hands too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's, that's, we, that's what we need for them. And, and keeping the same group of people that have been alive during this whole time, that have been in the military pretty much this whole time, that have been terrified of the Taliban this whole time, and thinking that we're going to leave just because they got guns, they're going to fight for themselves. It just doesn't make logical sense. Yeah. I mean, I hear you coming from, man. It just, I don't know, for me, I, I'm still trying to figure out where, where's the, uh, well, we know where the start is. Where's the finish? Like, it's really not I that mean, it could definitive. be, it could be 80 years from now, man. I'm just going to be honest with you. It took, it took us 400 to get to where we're at now. You know, yeah, it took us four hundred to get from, to where we are right now, and it, it it wasn't until what sixty to eighty years ago, sixty years ago, before we even got freedoms, basic human rights, mm-hmm. right? It took three hundred and forty years before we got basic human rights, right? Like so, how can we think that? They're supposed to get it faster than we, we got did. it. Yeah, that's that's way too fast. That's way too fast. I mean, even when when it comes to establishing uh, America and the, and the pace that we went that went on, that was record setting pace. Yeah. One hundred and fifty years, you're a country, and uh, and three hundred was it? It was, it was uh, about what was it? Nineteen sixty. I would say yeah. Was then, then, we yeah, I mean months. that was record setting pace. But this is this has been a great topic though. Uh man, just uh writing like I said before, email me, man, your comments or any topics, y'all. Any topic that's out there that y'all think that we should uh talk about, or y'all wanna talk about, or establish anything, man, just hit me up, man, on my email on Anchor, y'all. This your boy King Darius Direct here at Derek King Darius Direct Podcast, where we get directly to the point and we out. <laughs>